0: And my next guest on the programme is uh, John Daly, who's the Chief Economist with the Northern and Western Regional Assembly. John, nice to talk to you. Um, very you. very Thank interesting you. in the week that's in it with the COP27, etc., cetera, etc., cetera, and everybody uh, trying to do the best they can uh, to reduce emissions. Interesting to note that you carried out a survey and uh, you find that the number of charging points for electric vehicles, uh, particularly in rural Ireland, uh, leaves a lot to be desired, uh, to put it in one way.
1: Very much so. So research from uh, ourselves in the northern western region, similarly, we found that there's a, well in general, there's a notable lack of publicly available EV charge points across Ireland, but this uh, shortage is particularly acute, say, in counties in say, the north west of Ireland, in the Midlands, and say, in rural counties in northern Ireland as well with people, as, uh, as you pointed out in our survey, noting that Uh, that people in the north-west know that the lack of this type of infrastructure is basically one of the key factors discouraging them from switching from petrol and diesel uh, to EVs. And in conjunction to this, our analysis also found that uh, the high price of EVs uh, continues to be one of the main reasons why people from rural areas, such as the north-west, uh, will not purchase an EV in the coming year, and that
0: an improvement
1: in government EV grants could uh, notably uh, support the uptake of EVs, uh, but in terms of the actual specific numbers, uh, we found in our mapping analysis that the Northwest has only uh, 488 publicly available EV wow, points, which yeah. is actually the lowest out of all the regions under Project Ireland spite despite the fact that the Northwest is the most rural-oriented region in Ireland, and therefore you would expect that. There be best place to utilise EVs and have more of this type of yeah. I was just going
0: to say that uh, the fact that it's the most rural uh, part of the country uh, would mean that there should be more than anywhere else, really. And it's the opposite is the case.
1: Well, this is it, and should the rationale, I suppose, would be based on the fact there that the citizens living in say rural regions, relative to their counterparts in urban regions, you no, know, they face longer distances that In terms of driving times to meet, like say, to reach basic and essential services, and we're we're also limited in our access to public uh, transport. Since in many cases, the only real sustainable transport option is really to to purchase an EV. And uh, we we would hope that there'll be more of this type of infrastructure uh, rolled out in the coming years. Mm. Just give you an example here in Rock Common's case, uh, the number of publicly available EV charge points that were located in Rock Common amounted to 34, uh, which is quite low, obviously. And it's pretty low, yeah,
0: that's pretty low. Uh,
1: and, and when you look at it on an even a per-square-kilometre basis, because I suppose naturally rural counties will always have a, a lower number relative to urban counties, so it's important today to look at it maybe on a square-kilometre basis considering the importance of the yeah, distance yeah. and range. Uh, we also find that Roscommon still also records a below-average concentration of this type of infrastructure with only one3 publicly available EV charge points for every 100 square kilometers. And that's right. below the all-island average of 3.8. And it's unsurprising that EV sales um, in terms of battery-powered EV EVs in the county only accounted for about 4% of sales of cars uh, between January and August. And that's yeah, that's notably below that uh, state average of 10%. So it's clear that counties like the Roscommon and the rest of the northwest, it's clear that going to be, there needs to be a significant uh, rollout of uh, uh, this type of infrastructure. And I'll I just give you a very quick example here uh, based on our story. Right. And it kind of showcases, you know, surely how how important this type of infrastructure is will be in terms of supporting EV sales. So nearly 79% of our respondents noted that they were very unlikely to buy an EV in the coming uh, 12 months. Wow, However, uh, if yeah. we provide, if we told, uh, we, we offered respondents more fast EV charge point. So that's about an 80% charge in 30 minutes in public spaces. The percentage of very unlikely to buy uh, an EV in the coming year drops from 79% uh, to 57%, while those that note that they're very likely to purchase an EV in the coming year rises from 3% uh, to 11%. So again, it shows how important this type of infrastructure will be in kind of supporting the rollout of EVs. And look, it's not the only factor. Obviously, cost is important. But it's
0: type of infrastructure is key as well. Right, OK. And I, I presume uh, you'll be talking to the stakeholders uh, about this. Uh, I, I mean, the, the likes of the ESB and the government, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. I mean, you know, if they want to meet their target, which I think is a million EVs by 2030, which looks very unlikely now at this stage, uh, something like this are, is going to have to be looked into seriously. And I, I think
1: the two main factors that stand out is that if we wish to encourage the uptake of EVs, is that we need to uh, reduce the the average price of EVs uh, because most consumers consider them quite high and too high at the moment. And considering the economic climate that we're in, uh, that's not going to improve anytime soon without further government support. And secondly, it's clear that there needs to be more of this type of infrastructure. So we will be advocating as our role as the Northern Western Region Assembly, one of our key uh, kind of responsibilities is to uh, advocate uh, to policymakers and stakeholders, as you said, like the ESB and the Department of Climate Action to see this kind of uh, uh, our recommendations implemented. So we have a couple of recommendations here that we'd like to see. For example, yeah. we want to see more funding under the Climate Action Fund that the, so that more fast and high-powered EV charge points can be installed in rural regions such as the Northwest. Uh, we think that the, the department should set an objective that there should be at least two publicly available. EV charge points for every town and village in the northwest. Mm-hmm. Considering, considering both the size of the region and the rural dimension of the region. And then lastly, we believe that the government seriously needs to consider uh, increasing the maximum grant rate that's currently available for EV purchases uh, by, uh, 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 the current rate is 5,000 euro for an EV purchase between 20,000 and 60,000. We believe that uh, the government needs to seriously consider increasing that rate, but also exploring the possibility of implementing regionally targeted grants for EV purchases. Uh, So, for example, again, that uh, people living in rural regions uh, would have a a higher maximum grant rate available to them relative to their counterparts in urban regions. And again, this is based on the logic that, uh, I suppose, that people in rural areas face longer distances to get to any kind of services, and also they're limited in their access to public transport. The EVs are, generally speaking, their only sustainable form of private transport available to them.
0: Makes a lot of sense. All right, uh, John, very interesting stuff. Uh, thank you very much for your time today and uh, hopefully we'll get to chat to you again. But for the moment, we we'll leave it there. And thank you. Thanks very
1: much.